beautiful sexy patrons for allowing me to do this show got a good one for you tonight thank you for joining me as always you're gonna do some taint out of shame coverage cover the latest andrew taint drama got a little bit of elon pretty good judge watch gonna cover the embarrassment that happened in the new york uh, the new year's eve parties Pretty funny. Got to cover the uh, Beyond parody that I didn't cover on the last show, and I got more, even more tonight. Couple what the fuck, some trash world. You know the usual. Gonna be a good one. So appreciate you all, as always. Let me go ahead and move the chat over here. Hails to the yeah. That's a little too much. There we go. Boom. Now I can see the chat. Move this over. Move that over. Yeah. Do it. Got to close that chat down. Awesome. All right, let's see what you guys are saying on the chatty chat chat. Here I is. What's up, Jenny Rue? Good to see you tonight. You're so sexy, Dusty. I am getting all nice and thin. Gotta love it. I want to drive out the devil using cringe. I want to see the new Exodus using this fine new tool. If anything would work, that would be it. Embarrass the demons out. What happens now? I don't understand the question. A lot of things are going to happen now. We're going to have an amazing show. And uh, let's go ahead and kick it off, folks. It's religious bullshit. some of it on the pre-show but not all of it folks and got a great first clip to start us out with how can this be real life how can this not be a total fucking parody greg Locke apparently having problems with his neighbors i guess they know likey his giant circus tent and all the noise it's making out there and as you would expect he got a lot of complete fucking assholes in his congregations who think the rules don't apply to them and they could just do whatever the hell they want to. And it ends up in hilarious situations such as this. There's two of you. I don't know who you are. I love you. But you parked in the neighbor's yard across the street. Listen, listen. We're in a massive lawsuit with him right now. He hates our church. I think he told one of you not to park there, but you did. Now listen, this is not a joke. He has his backhoe out there right now. He's digging a hole and he's burying your car. I'm telling you, he hates Global Vision. He is out there with a backhoe right now. If you if you parked across the street, your car is about to be six feet in the ground. Is it is his life? land and there's nothing we can do about it. If you are parked across the street, I would implore you to leave right now. So if you're parked across the street, your car is about to be absolutely buried. And I love you, but if it happens and you don't move it, I'm going to laugh at you with everybody in this tent. I'm just saying. 
Go get your car out of Larry's yard. Well, hallelujah. Let's worship some more. Amen. Woo! Larry! Bearing your cause. Let's worship more. Woo! Jesus really got you motherfuckers back. It's a good thing you came here today. Gonna leave without a car, but praise him, Jesus. Like, what the hell? Yeah, I'd be bearing their cars, too. I don't blame them for hating your church. I hate your church, too. That's just a reasonable way to be about it. And then, more Kent Christmas. We saw a little Kent Christmas on other pre-show, but we got even more, folks. And, uh... <laughs> Once again, beyond parody, folks. They're finally turning on Donald Trump. And guess why? It's because he decided to do something decent. So, being a trash human, being one of the worst people on earth, fine. Celebrate you every day. Worship you. You're our God. Once you decide to do one little thing that's even halfway decent, fuck you, Trump. We're out. Let's have a look. There has been so much focus with the church about politics. And so many of the Christians have put all of their eggs in the basket that Donald Trump has to be president. And, and I'm going to go out on a limb here and I'm going to tell you, I'm not sure that recently he did not disqualify himself from being president because he just hosted a gala at Mar-a-Lago for 500 gay Republicans, oh and he made the public statement that you can go out and look at it and said, we believe in gays, and we're going to fight hard for you and for your rights. Oh, no. Now, hear me by the Spirit. God can change his mind. Got a bed in him. Dude, he just recently came out and said he wants to abolish the Constitution. Crickets, nothing. Was nice to gay people. <laughs> pitchforks and, and torches burn the motherfucker down it's just goddamn how can this be real life way to show people the love of christ just un goddamn real i did not mean to shut that and uh then all the religious bullshit foes this christian tiktoker has 300,000 followers and wants all of us to know did you know masturbation is witchcraft it gotta be true and then she starts praying to god on my behalf and i do not appreciate that let's let her go and then i'll yell about it masturbation is a form of witchcraft see i hope you understand that when you get attacked with sexual morality a lot of times christians say oh i'm just struggling i i i i i when really it's a demonic attack and you need to bind it so you need to look at the root of what's going on here and realize that it is not god leading you to masturbate so therefore it is the enemy see the enemy knows how to stifle and how to stop intimacy and when i say intimacy i mean the connection that we have as daughters and sons to God that we wait 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 so Satan is trying to disconnect our intimacy as daughters and sons with God and the way to do that is with porn how does being sexually excited by porn disconnect us from the intimacy with God does that mean as daughters and sons of God, there's some kind of sexual connection? That's the only logical conclusion. And I know I speak for all of us when I say hot. God, that's so hot. More God incest porn, please.
we have to be his children that we can talk to him Father God right now we come to you breaking off all sexual morality in the name of Jesus Father God I speak a deliverance over this daughter and son Lord that the enemy cannot touch them any longer with the spirit of masturbation first off shut the fuck up don't pray for me God dear Jesus please ignore everything this crazy bitch is saying Please do not take one of the greatest joys I have ever had in my life, masturbation, away from me. I don't give a shit if you have a problem with it. I rather like it. So uh, she can get fucked, and so can you, God. In the name of Jesus, amen. Lick a butt. With the spirit of, of wet dreams and sleep paralysis, Father God, with the demons that try to come in and make them orgasm in their sleep, Lord, I bind it in the name of Jesus. I bind all soul ties in the name of Jesus. Oh, and I'm hell now. Now she's trying to get rid of my wet dreams. One of the best things that I ever had experienced in my entire life. You can literally come hands-free in a dream. Just sit there and squirt in your goddamn bed because you're having sex with a hot chick in your fucking dreams. You want to take that shit from me? You are a terrorist break them off of this daughter and son lord father god if they don't have the strength to break it off themselves i break it off of them in the name no. of jesus because your name ignore her god name is power because when we speak your name we speak life because when we speak your name the darkness has to flee yeah when i spunk i spunk life but uh i would say i was gonna masturbate to her but i'm not sure how old she is so i'm not gonna say that because that would be creepy but uh anyway i'm definitely gonna masturbate to the whole uh we're the daughters and sons of god thing and we're intimate with them because that's just the sexiest shit and then all the religious bullshit never forget folks load up do it do it paul benedict dead and not a moment too soon, 95 years old. How come the most evil sacks of shit always live for fucking ever? Uh, and the good die young. Heath Ledger could have lived, but Pope, Pope lived to be 95. God damn it. Anyway, never forget he one of the most evil people to ever fucking live. Leader of the largest pedophile ring in the history of mankind. Never forget that Pope Benedict the 16th. Excommunicated a nine-year-old child for having a life-saving abortion after her stepfather raped her and impregnated her with twins. He also excommunicated her mother, but guess who he didn't excommunicate? The stepfather who raped her. Yeah, yeah, evil as fuck. If you have anything to do with this organization, I don't care how good you think you are, you are part of the problem. You are funding these rapists and pedophiles, and uh, you're an enabler of it, you sack of goddamn shit. Good riddance. Rot in pieces, motherfucker. And yep, Pope Benedict XVI implicated in reports on sexual abuse in German diocese. He helped cover up the biggest systematic sexual abuse of children in history, folks. Not a single one of these people out in front of the drag queen story hour boycotting the Catholic Church. Crickets from them. Just shows you that it's all bullshit. They don't care about it in any way. Virtue signaling. They'd be burning the churches down, but good. Glad you did. Should have happened a long goddamn time ago. And that's my religious bullshit. Let's see what you guys got to say. Uh, let's check out the patron first. Uh, reload the patron and see what you guys are saying. Oh, my patron. Um, boom. There we go. Masturbation is only witchcraft if you're doing it right. I know. 
Why are you trying to make it sound even cooler? I thought you wanted me to stop. Link for live chat. All right, thank you, Ivy Evans. You rock for helping everybody out. The link the live chat on Vimeo. I had to download a web browser app for my smart TV. Got a full screen destiny plan. Do it like that. Justin Smith got you guys back. The Vimeo app sucks. So download a web browser app for your smart TV and then uh, just play me through the browser on Vimeo on your TV. That apparently works. Thank you. Thank you for the recommendation, Justin. Love me some Larry. Hell yeah. I don't even know who we're talking about, but I will agree with you because why wouldn't I? Why did I shut that again, Dusty? Stop doing that. All right, let's check the other chat real quick and see what you guys are saying. Um, the Kite Church is evil. How could we have seen this come? And I know. Prepare your shock face. Ivy doing cool shit as Ivy does. Uh, I love Tim Mitchin. Yep, Tim's pretty cool. Got some funny songs out there. I'm a fan. Um, gave him a safe place to hide. The Pope song sums up my feelings. Yep. All right, moving right along, folks. It's time for... Uh, oh! He shall be Elon. And more high drinks from the world's second richest man. The only person in history to lose $200 million, $200 billion, not million, $200 billion. And I would make fun of him for losing $200 billion, but I mean, he had $200 billion to lose, and he's still the world's second richest man, so I guess that uh, it'd be silly to make fun of him for it. But this week it was reported that he has stopped payment on his San Francisco offices, and now they're suing him for it. He's going the Trump route, where I guess he decides not to pay all his vendors, so they sue him, and then he can sell out of court for like 50% of what he owes them. Just a giant sack of shit, abusing people, not living up to his word, which goes hand in hand with the exact reason why he is a hero to the conservative movement, because this is what they stand for. This is what they love. Upsetting people, being garbage, that's what gets rewarded. And uh, would expect nothing less from Elmo. And it's so tiring, folks. How many times are they going to use this playbook over and over again? The Sargon playbook, the Dave Rubin playbook. I'm not a right winger. I'm a moderate. Yeah. Hey, Sure. I spent all my time signal boosting for the most far-right channels. Sure, I've literally gone on my giant platform and told everybody to vote Republican. Sure, the only thing I ever spread is right-wing talking points. Sure, I'm trying to bring back down Dr. Fauci for no goddamn reason. Like, sure, every single person who loves me is right-wing as shit. But I'm not right-wing. Elon says, exactly. I'm obviously moderate wing, except as viewed by the far left. Yes, yeah, sure you are, Elon. It's just the far left that thinks you're on the right. It's everybody on the left that thinks you're on the right. And all the right wingers know you're on the right also. That's why they love you. Do they think, do you think that if you weren't on the right, they would love you and worship you as they do? Of course, I know, I know that he doesn't actually mean anything he says, and they don't actually care about the words they say. The words are completely fucking meaningless. Remember what he said? He uh, lost his poll, and he was going to step down as the CEO of Twitter. Meaningless. 
meaningless. They don't believe it. They just want you to believe that they believe it. Because otherwise, they would have to admit the truth. And the truth is, he's just a typical right-wing MAGA uncle shithead who is primarily concerned with spending an extra dollar in taxes. And he would do anything, sell anybody out, destroy the fucking country every way he could possibly think to do so in order to save a dime. That is the fucking truth. And, uh... Oh, (laughs) imagine losing $200 billion and destroying your Tesla company because you want to look cool for a cat turd and Tim Pool and Iron Mouse wrong. And these are the same people that think if you buy an electric car, you're gay, you're soy boy. Cat Turd says, imagine believing electric cars are good for the environment, crying myself, laughing, to which Elon responds, hey, exclamation point. Now, all day long, anybody on the left says anything even mildly criticized, and he either blocks them, has them removed from the site, or he has a long diatribe against them. But it's one of his boys, Cat Turd, shitting on the thing that made him the richest man in the world. And all he's got to say is, hey, no pushback whatsoever. You fucking pussy. God damn it, you're spineless, Elon. Grow a pair, motherfucker. And uh, even if you give Elon $8, he still doesn't respect you. I don't know why you would. But he says, hope you're having a great day. Day one, 2023. One thing for sure, it won't be boring. To which uh, Brianna Wu, who I'm very disappointed in, says, you worked hard this year and lost over $200 billion. I believe that this year you will surpass yourself with even worse decisions. To which Elon says, thanks for paying me $8. And like, good. I'm glad he owned her. Because she is paying him $8. I checked. I used to follow Brianna Wu. And I immediately saw this. I went and checked and see if she had the blue check mark. That was because she paid Twitter blue. And I saw that she was, and so I unfollowed her, and I left a message and told her the reason I unfollowed her. And I think everybody should do that. You should have zero blue check marks that pay for Twitter Blue in your feed. Every single one of them should be a followed, and you should tell them why. We need to bully these motherfuckers until they stop being part of this goddamn problem. And Brianna Wu should know better. But for some reason, she's just decided not to give a shit, decided to give this motherfucker her $8 and be part of the fascist takeover of goddamn America. So shame on you, Brianna Wu. I hope more people abandon you until you realize what a negative status symbol this is and get your shit straight. Disappointed. And then, they released another video today, another one of this uh, vaporware for Elon Musk. Cyber truck. They don't even have a factory for these trucks, folks. They're like hand-making this ugly bullshit. Still promising. It's going to be released any second now. It's like Jesus returning. He's going to return any second now. The cyber truck coming out any second now. And all they do is put out these videos of a demo truck parking. So we have another one, folks. And the Elon Tesla fanboys going nuts over this ugly-ass bullshit. Look how ugly this thing is. I got the And it doesn't look safe at all. Imagine falling and hitting your head on this, running into these sharp fucking edges. 
Why would anybody spend a serious amount of money on this ugly, ugly vehicle? And there's no crumple zone. The human being inside the vehicle is the crumple zone, folks. You would have to be insane to drive this thing. But the replies are actually pretty fucking funny, in my opinion. Thought I would share a couple with you. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Looks great. It doesn't look that. It's a it's just a garbage can, basically. Yep. The glass? Where? What's it look at a crash test? Now, where's the crash testing for this thing? There has to be a crumple zone, but, uh... You are the crumple zone! Gonna get smashed up. The back window is so small, there's no possible way you can see out of it. Yep. Sort of this video from The Simpsons. Looks very similar. Yep, and Elon fanboys. Basically drinking Elon's piss. And I agree, the comments uh, were pretty funny. This thing is gonna be a class of its own, and a class of its own, yep. Kind of like how that kid who lit small mammals on fire is in a class of his own for the most for the most of the day. Wow, that's amazing. Maybe they could even hire a designer for the next one. This is a truck I drew when I was five. What a bunch of losers Elrond fans are. And my favorite comment, laughing my ass off, this is basically Walt's car in Breaking Bad. And so I had to go look and see what Walt's car is in Breaking Bad. And uh, yeah, pretty close. Pretty close to the same thing. Shh, I'm the one who knocks. Man, that's ugly. Looks like a, a low polygon render from a shitty game from like uh, 1984. Just don't understand Elon fans. Not the brightest, but uh, go ahead and pay a lot of money for that trash. The dipshits. And all right, cool. That's my Elon Musk coverage. He needs to do some more fucked up shit so I can cover it. But it's probably pretty good that it's not that much this week. A PS1 game, I know, right? Not that cool, though, Ivy. Definitely not a cool car. It's way worse than Walt's Pontiac Aztec. True. I'd way rather have the Pontiac Aztec. At least it'll be less likely to kill you. Looks like a VHS Rewinder. Definitely. Pretty funny. Paint it red, it'll go faster. That's just science. It's even uglier than I remember. I know, right? It hasn't aged well at all since they announced it like uh, a decade ago. Still hasn't been released. Regardless of all his promises, the DeLorean was cool. Mostly because of Back to the Future, though. And uh, All right, moving right along, folks. Got to do my uh, Andrew Tank coverage. Wrote a song about it. Like to hear it, it goes. Tain't that a shame. This guy is so lame. Nailed it once again. And uh, first off, oh my Andrew Tank coverage. Just to point out what a giant fucking sack of shit this guy is. Which explains why the right loves him so much. Like I told you on the last show, he basically has this uh, persona that's like this wrestling bad guy that he puts out as his real life personality. But like real life is not professional wrestling. So it's just super fucking cringe. But uh, this is why they celebrate him, folks. Because this is the kind of trash he is. So this guy was trying to raise money for his son's SDR surgery, which is a serious, serious uh, illness that he's trying to save his son from. And so for no reason, out of the blue, just like literally, just to be a piece of shit. That's his whole persona. How can I be a piece of shit today? They reward me for it, so I have to figure out a, a way every single day to be a bigger piece of shit than the day before. So he replies to this guy's plea for money to help save his son's life with, 
Do you feel like a failure that the amount you need to help your own son is less than a quarter that I spent on one of my five cars? I will help you if you ask. It's nothing to me. Your comic books have failed, but I am a success. Ask nicely, and I'll save your son. The cruelty is the point, folks. Like I say all the fucking time, this is the perfect example of the cruelty being the goddamn point. It's all they're about, just the just garbage. They hate themselves. They don't feel good about their lives and the way it's going. And they want everybody to be as miserable as they are. So they revel and worship in the most horrible behavior because this is who they are. And yeah, their fanboys defend them. I just asked. Now, if I asked and he said no, then I'd find it atrocious. I don't mind brutal if it helps. Like that kitchen nightmares. Ramsey goes around insulting them, but he rebuilds their business. He can say what he wants. Basically comparing him to... Gordon Ramsay. Yeah, he's being a dick, but he's really trying to help the guy. No, he's just being a fucking piece of shit. He had no intention of helping the guy, and he didn't help the guy. The fact that you're defending him says more about you than, like, just pathetic. You guys are just so pitiful. Like, I I would almost feel sorry for you if you weren't just the worst humans ever. I don't know why you want to be like this. I guess, like, you can't help it, but... Good God. Like, have you ever thought about just suicide instead? Like, I'm on Vimeo now. I can say whatever I want to. Instead of like just being these horrible people that just are miserable. If you're so miserable, why don't you just kill yourself? Like, it's real easy to do. Hang yourself. Blow your fucking brains out. The world would literally be so much better without you just to end your fucking miserable existence. Please. Please. I don't give a fuck anymore, folks. I mean it, too. I'm not even joking. Die. Every fucking one of you, die brutally. And and don't even, like, don't even shoot yourself. Kill yourself in a way that's incredibly fucking painful so you can suffer before you die. Because that's what you goddamn deserve. But at least Andrew Tate is so fucking stupid that he goes around bragging about his goddamn crimes. So this lawyer who I love is basically explaining why why Andrew Tate is fucked. And also why he is a nightmare for any lawyer to take on his case. Because what are you going to do when he's already out there admitting to exactly what he's being charged with? Let's let this guy explain the ridiculousness of Andrew Tate's self-snitching. So let's first take a look from his own words, what he says. I found this little webcam thing. I text all my girlfriends. They're all coming here to live with me and work with me. All five flew in. This bitch, I'm like, she's my girlfriend. She's my girlfriend. She's my girl. You're all my chick. And you're going to stay here and we're going to make some money. Three left, two stayed. And we started this little webcam business from my apartment. Got to the point where at one point I had 75 women working for me in four locations. I had one girl and she got too drunk one day and she threw up in my apartment. I told her to clean up. She refused to clean up. Start being an idiot. So I took her stuff through out the window. If all the other girls see me be disrespected, yeah. they're going to lose respect. Fact. I didn't want to fire her, which is more reason why I had to fire her at. Got her shit out the window. So <laughs> out the window. Got her by her two arms and marched her out the door, locked the door. Text me, you owe me my last month's wages. I ain't paying you nothing. You... She went to the police and told the police I hit her. This is how it starts. This is how law enforcement involvement with him starts. Five in the morning, four months later, and I heard the door. Boom, boom, and I heard police. There's a few things I can't say in the podcast. I've done, I've lived a varied life. That is a form of self-snitching. That indicates that there's things out there that are illegal that he's done. I've done mm-hmm. some things when I 
had to pay the bill. What's this gonna be? So I like flush my phone down the toilet quickly. <laughs> so I destroy evidence. Flush my phone down the toilet. So I'm trying to hide shit. I'm looking around, what do I have to hide? There? I'm hiding shit. I'm destroying evidence. One of the problems that you have with a guy like this is there's a treasure trove of statements that he makes that a prosecutor can use to impeach him with if he ever decides to testify. Then up with all these chicks just stuck in their house, sitting there bored. And of course they don't go out. They're not allowed out. So I got all these chicks. They're in love with me. They don't go out. They're not allowed out. Restricting somebody of their movement is part of forced fraud or coercion. You stay in the house. You don't go nowhere. You No restaurant, no club, no. Do you get to eat? Do you get to take a shit? When you start controlling somebody like that, that is the crux of you come here on a promise, but when you get here, I control your every movement. That's coercion. We're getting the sex part. Start beating the shy. I grab you by your neck. Start annoying me. Trying to resist. I just look. That is who he's got to be in order to control these women in order to keep the money coming in because he was broke before, right? Now he's making money off the backs of all these ladies brought to him because they're in love with him. They are, their movement is restricted. According to him, they're beaten. That is slavery. One of the issues that you're going to have for somebody that has multiple citizenship is whether they're a risk of flight or not. If I fuck up, England wants me in jail, I can fly to Nigeria. <laughs> That's real smart. Hey, I can just leave the country. If I get in trouble, yeah, they're going to arrest you and hold you for 30 days, which they did. Bad life decisions. And uh, so I'm about to show you guys this next picture. And before I do, like, I probably don't have to say this because you guys are super cool. And like, you're left-wing people are just better, in my opinion. They're just a higher class of people. But just in case, please do not make any jokes about prison rape. Because I'm not, I'm not kidding. That's not funny to me. It's not funny to make jokes about rape, whether it's a man or a woman. And just because somebody's in prison that is, and we disagree with them or don't like them, that is no reason to wish that they get raped or anything. That's, I, Of course, I did just make jokes about somebody committing suicide. I might have to literally delete that. I might have to edit all this shit out because I'm so fucking stupid I shouldn't be saying that. But anyway, please don't make any, uh, any rape jokes because it's uncalled for. But anyway, they released this picture of him. In the back of the police van, and dude looks scared. Andrew Tate is shook, yo. He about to go to a Romanian prison where he don't speak Romanian. And other people there speak English. So, uh, I'd be fucking scared too. Once again, bad life decisions. You loudmouth trash. Might want to shut your fucking mouth if you get it. Out of this somehow? Don't know. Probably and unable to do that, though. Probably too dumb. And then. Oh, yeah. So this is the thing that all the conservatives are doing, folks. They have to defend him. He's their boy, right? And these are the same people that continuously rail against groomers and the left are all sexual deviants and shit. Yet they literally cover for sex traffickers, rapists, con artists. So their major line, they're all repeating. The same people that call us NPCs and claim that we repeat the same thing over and over again. They're all on the same webpage here. Uh, webpage. They're on the same playbook here. And, uh, well, first off, this one, this is hard to believe this is real, but it's true. They had a Twitter spaces where the Afghanistan Taliban was cohabitating with Andrew Tate fans in order to call for his release. Samira Khan says, we are hosting a Twitter space with Afghan Taliban to discuss the detainment of Andrew Tate. They are worried about Andrew Tate, and they are asking us if he's free yet. 
They say Westerners need Andrew Tate because we are oppressed by feminists. Yay! Don't we need Andrew Tate because of those feminists? I mean, who's going to sex traffic women if we don't have Andrew Tate? I mean, first off, Andrew Tate is, ro- is in Romania. He's not even in the, even in the fucking West. So, geography is slightly off there, uh, Taliban. But, like I said, they're all on the same playbook, folks. All been in the same line, and it's uh, whataboutism. They can't own up to anything they've done. They can't call him out for what he's done. They can't hold him accountable for what he's done. So, they have to try to cover for him. By pointing to something else. And they're all saying it. Here's Blair White. Whether Andrew Tate is guilty or not, they skipped the entire Jeffrey Epstein client list because he's their enemy and the people on that list aren't. Who is they? The government of Romania? I doubt the government of Romania gives a shit about Jeffrey Epstein. What the fuck are you talking about? Kevin Sorbo. Weird. How Andrew Tate being swatted for alleged human trafficking causes celebration from the left, yet they're still silent about Epstein's client list. First off, what the fuck does Epstein's client list have to do with the left? None of us are silent about that. We raged against fucking Epstein. We raged against Ghislaine Maxwell, who your hero Donald Trump failed to condemn, said he hopes she does well, he wishes her well. You don't shit to say about that. 15 different pieces of contact information in his little black book for Donald Trump. You ain't got shit to say about that. You got to pretend like the left is covering for Epstein so you can cover for Andrew Tate. Just, there is no level they won't sink to. Leia Helpburn. If they actually cared about human trafficking, they would have released Epstein's little black book. They don't care. Stop being sheep. Who the fuck is they? Who has Epstein's little black book they, they, they haven't released yet? I mean, we have his little black book. It has been released. We've seen the names in it. It was Donald Trump. What are you talking about? Now, we don't have any evidence that any of these people did anything except for uh, whatever that prince in England is. That's the only person we have any fucking evidence against. The rest of them, like, we don't have any fucking evidence. We don't know if they did anything. It's possible they didn't. It's possible that Jeffrey Epstein just kept all these 15 and 14 year old girls he was having sex with to himself. Like we have no idea. It's possibly didn't, but like you guys are just making shit up to try to make the left look bad. That has nothing to do with us. And yeah, Kevin Sorbo saying the same shit. I already read you. And their fans are so ridiculous, folks. The cope, it's never their fault. No matter what they do, they rape women, traffic women, according to, even if you don't believe he raped or trafficked women, according to their own words, they conned desperate lonely men out of money. That's how they made their riches. So even if you don't believe the other charges, by their own admission, they are the biggest scum. But somehow it's the less fault. Joseph Massey says, The Andrew Tates of the world would not exist if men weren't demoralized, degraded, and confused about what masculinity is and isn't. Thanks, feminist, for the absolute shit show you created. Yeah, did we create toxic masculinity? Isn't it our fault that toxic masculinity exists? No. 
The left is literally the ones trying to call out toxic masculinity. We're trying to help the goddamn situation that your side pretends doesn't even fucking exist. But of course, blame us for it. Because you never take responsibility for fucking anything. Whiny-ass piss babies. But folks, even if you think Andrew Tate did nothing wrong, even if you think that it's fine that he admitted to using women to con lonely, desperate men out of their money, even if you think that's perfectly fine, he should be put in jail for this. This alone is a crime against humanity. Let me try it once again. This alone is a crime against humanity. Reply, no, I'm the type of guy, bitches on the side. Yeah. I'ma spend the money, we can spend a little time. All you gotta do is ask me, yeah. and I can make you look classy. Trust me. Second that you walk past me, I'm gonna whip around, I had to get you in my backseat. They call me Mr. Plenty, Plenty. Yeah. Check the leather on the Bentley. Nice. Check your friends will get friendly. Maybe I can be your sugar daddy, sugar daddy, yeah. yeah. Cause I'm all about the money, money. God, he's so desperate to look cool. It's just unbelievable. Conservatives are just the most uncool people on the goddamn planet. They just ooze cringe. It's no wonder they worship this dude. Just embarrassing. Holy fucking shit. Is this your king, conservatives? Yeah, it is. That's why we make fun of you. Goddamn dorks. That's my coverage. Of the taint, what you guys gotta say? They're not, they're not going to miss him later. Ha ha ha! What a fucking tool I know. Cringe! Don't break your ribs. Laugh my ass off. Make it the American flag. Uh, really piss off the conservatives. Oh God, stop! Yep, I'm sorry. I saw that, and you had to too. I had no choice. And uh... all right, move right along, folks. Didn't do it the last show, so let's do it this show. It's heroes. We could be heroes just for one day. Yeah, we could. And first off, only heroes is this hero who rescued a guy from frostbite and nursed him to health. Let's have a look. The way this is my most favorite story of the entire year. True Angel in Buffalo, sit tight. A local woman received a call on Christmas Eve. Hi, you don't know me, but I have your brother. The woman's brother's name is Joey. He is 64 years old and mentally disabled. Joey works at the North Park Theater, so his sister believes he went there Thursday, got scared, and stayed over, and then decided to walk back to his home. A woman named Shakira Autry heard someone crying and asking for help. Her boyfriend Trent went outside to look and found Joey and carried him out of the snowbank and into their home. Joey was so frozen that they had to cut his socks off, use a hairdryer to dry his pants that were frozen to his legs, and cut the straps of a Wegman's bag from his hands. Shakira, a mother of three, fed Joey, cleaned him, washed his clothes, gave him warm blankets, and did everything she could to make him comfortable until she could find help. Shakira had family FaceTime Joey, which he was fascinated by to keep him preoccupied from the pain. Kind strangers came to Shakira's home and plowed and carried Joey outside wrapped in a blanket to their truck to drive him to the hospital. 
Shakira took the ride with Joey to the hospital so he would feel safe. No one is going to hurt you, honey, she said to him as they arrived, and nurses took him into their care. Joey had fourth-degree frostbite. He is currently in the burn unit at ECMC. Joey's sister says Shakira Autry saved her brother's life. What she and her boyfriend did is an act of pure love. We've never seen a story like this before. It is truly remarkable. All right, could you guys dial it back a little bit? You're making the rest of us look bad. How the fuck are we going to compete with you heroes? Bring a tear to my eye. That's just some wholesome, good-ass shit right there. And uh, then, librarians are getting sick of your fucking shit. MAGA has defunded the libraries. Yeah, let's not defund the police. Let's defund the fucking libraries. That's, that's, that's par for the course for conservatives. But anyway, this lady, librarian, sick of all your shit. They're coming to the libraries calling her a pedophile, a groomer, when she's a hero, a librarian. Can you believe the librarians are the enemies now? The teachers and the librarians are enemies? That's how far conservatism has fallen in this country? Anyway, she ain't taking your shit no more. Let's have a listen. not doing anything about the Boy Scouts who raped 80,000 children, nothing to the Catholic Church who raped millions of children, yet you're attacking librarians. Like, I know there's no conservatives watching me right now, but I wish there were, I gotta wish there were, so I could just point out what garbage, what piece of shit you guys are. I wish, I wish I could get it through to you, what you've become, what you're supporting, what you are, just wild. And speaking of heroes, big ups to 
very surprised at Joe Biden. I can't believe what a good job he's doing. Wrapping up one of the most productive legislative sections in recent history with one or two or 65 final bills to sign. Dude's getting shit done, man. I didn't think he was going to be able to. I thought there was going to be gridlock. But somehow he making it happen. Thanks to my friends at Congress for making it possible. Hey, thank you, Joe. Keep up the good work. And that on the heroes list. Big ups to the counter-protesters who came out to battle the white supremacists attacking people at Drag Queen Story Hour. They had uh, the Nazis outnumbered. Love winning out in the end. Fuck the Proud Boys. Fake as shit. They do not give a damn about children. Not a damn. Not one iota. All fake, all virtue signaling. All terrorism. All it is is bigotry. They got to pretend like, we're not bigots, we just care about children. Bull fucking shit. Everybody sees through you. You're not even fooling the other conservatives. They know you're lying too. They just don't give a shit. Fuck all y'all. And last up, folks, I can't believe this one, y'all. Even this one surprised me. Guess who made the heroes list this week? Christian Walker. What? How the hell Christian Walker gonna make the heroes list? Well, he made the heroes list because he's actually from time to time calling out other conservatives for their obvious hypocrisy. And like conservatives usually don't do this. Usually they don't argue in good faith in any way. They won't call out their own side for hypocrisy and Christian Walker actually kind of doing it. And he did it incredibly eloquently here. Every word perfect. So watch this. This little flower child, Kristenequa Walker, doubling down and kicking his dad after a loss. Show some class and don't air out your family's dirty laundry to the public. Doing it in the manner that you did shows more about you than the person you're critical of. Your video is actually a perfect demonstration of why many people detest conservatives. Because people like you will say you're against father absence, violence, that you respect women, and then you'll uplift someone who's the exact opposite of all of those things. My father held weapons to my mom's head and to her throat. He said, three children out of wedlock, none of whom he raised, actually two of whom are minors and who he left to go chase more fame during a Senate race. Oh, and he also funded abortions and lied about it. He drug our family dirty laundry out into the public, but people like you will blame me for not allowing him to lie on my family, my siblings, my mom, who's his ex-wife. You'll blame me for his poor behavior. People like you also like to call yourself a truth seeker, and then you'll get mad at someone for Telling the truth. <laughs> you're not a true conservative. You're a football fanboy and your bio says you're an ex-convict. And you should spend a little bit more time fixing the man that you are instead of running defense for other violent men. I mean, he's a real conservative though, because that's what conservatism is all about. They don't actually care about anything they claim to care about. It's all about just trying to hurt people. So you're wrong about that. And yes, he is still incredibly unlikable with his but at least he's telling the truth there. And calling out his own side. So super cool. Keep that up, Christian Walker. And Botox. Can he move his face? Probably not. He's only in his 20s. You'd think he wouldn't have so much Botox. 
Slam, though. Yep. I saw not one line on that forehead. Got to age gracefully. People notice. Proud boys are just cowards deep inside. Yeah, they're just typical conservatives. That's what they're all fucking about. You know how it is. I guess not, kid, but he spit some truth there. I know. feel exactly the same way. Got to give credit where credit's due. And move right along, folks. It's time for Chud Watch. Chud Watch. And starting us off on this week's Chud Watch, Congressman-elect George Santos. Remember this guy who lied about the school he went to, lied about where he worked, lied about his mom dying, go 9-11, just lied about everything, and yet still elected a Congress for the conservatives because, of course, he is. This is what they reward. And he went back and deleted this racist post that he put. Yeah, look at this racism. The Obamas photoshopped as monkeys. Super cool there, Santos. No limits, bad mood shit happens, lawsuit. Oh boy, Obama, first lady. And uh, yeah, unsurprisingly that he went and deleted that shit. Gotta cover up his past, lied about everything else. Why not try to cover up what you are? Uh, but that's not stopping conservatives. From claiming he shouldn't resign, folks. Even though he lied about everything, he got into the office because of his lies. It doesn't matter. Because he is still an important part of the future for the conservative community. Doesn't matter if he's completely dishonest. Doesn't matter if he's shit. Doesn't matter if he's trash. Doesn't matter if he's a liar. He's on our side. So it's still good that he lied to get in office. Don't believe me? Let's let watermelon head Charlie Kirk explain it to us. So let me just kind of first give you my moral take on Mr. Santos. Mr. Santos is obviously a deceiver beyond. He's a liar. He's also just kind of a clown. Uh-huh. Goes on TV, almost zero shame. I, I'll be very honest. I don't like him. Uh-huh. I don't like him. I don't like anything about him. I don't like his smugness. But... I don't like his attitude. I don't like his condescension. I don't like the lies. I don't like the what he calls the fibbing or the debate or the elitism. I don't like any of it. I don't like the fabrication. I don't like any of it. I'm not. But I don't really give a shit about any of that because I don't have any integrity, morals, or standards. So I'm just going to hand wave it away and ignore it. I'm going to say something nice about Santos. But what should one do then? What but- should Santos do? I do not believe Santos should resign. Shocker. I don't. We are in a bitter gridlock against a Marxist, revolutionary, communist force. It's okay that he lied. It's okay that he's a con man. It's okay that he's been elected to the highest political body in the land when he has no morals and integrity because of all this shit I'm making up to fearmonger about. That wishes to tear down and destroy our entire country. Whether I like it or whether you like it or not, the maybe gay, maybe not, maybe Jewish, maybe Brazilian, maybe animal lover, maybe not, Pillsbury Doughboy looking guy who's a liar from Long Island actually plays a role in saving the Republic. (laughs) 
Uh-huh. His integrity is gone. Mm-hmm. So is everybody else in Washington, D.C. Uh-huh. They all lie. Uh-huh. I hate it. Makes me want to take a shower after listening to it. Yeah. What about this? Hey, everybody lies, so who gives a shit? He's going to save mankind, so psh. It's okay that he's a liar. Just goddamn it. No integrity whatsoever. As usual from the ride. And apparently these signs are popping up all over the place. This one in southwest Louisiana. It says, wake up, America. Biden and the Democrats are ruining our country. Get rid of the wokeness. Don't vote Democrat. And I got to say, please keep this up. Because this is not a winning playbook. You have to come up with solutions. Like I did used to think that this was something that was going to allow them to win this uh, woke fear mongering. But it's pretty obvious from the last couple of elections that this is not helping them. People are starting to see right through this bullshit. These buzzwords are not having the effect you guys intend them to. So thank you for your service. Please keep wasting your money on this bullshit because a lot of people are seeing this and they're like, oh my God, rolling their eyes at it. And it's making them want to vote Democrat just to piss you guys off. So good. Do it. And uh, then it was revealed this week, hey, you know how they are supposed to audit all the presidents while they're in office and they've always done it, but for some reason they didn't audit Donald Trump and the IRS? Huh, I wonder why. Well, it came out that the guy who was running the IRS under Donald Trump, the IRS commissioner, owned Trump properties and was making hundreds of thousands of dollars off Trump while he was the fucking head of the IRS. So, shocker. Imagine if Obama did this, folks. Imagine if Obama's IRS chief owned properties in Obama hotels and was making hundreds of thousands of dollars off them and didn't properly audit Obama like he was supposed to. Elon Musk would never shut the fuck up about it. Fox News 24-7 coverage. Not a goddamn peep about this. Just such a double playbook. And they had their New Year's Eve party. Shockingly, on New Year's Eve. At Mar-a-Lago for Trump. And it was a huge fucking embarrassment. Uh, first off, he was trying to get any and all press he could get to come. But nobody showed up, folks. Not even Newsmax. This is how much everybody is abandoning Trump. Trump invited the press to a media availability slot at Mar-a-Lago. Not a single cable news network covered it. Former President Donald Trump invited journalists to a surprise slot of media availability at his Mar-a-Lago residence in Florida on New Year's Eve. But in a likely blow to Trump's ego, not a single cable news network covered it, according to Raw Story. Notably, the media outlet said that even Fox News and Newsmax, which have historically offered sympathetic coverage of the former president, skipped on the covering his remarks. Uh, and I wonder why. It's because every time you get up there and speak, you start shitting on the news reporters. You start claiming that they're turning their cameras off so they don't get to broadcast what you're saying. Why would they show up to cover you when you demonize them? Hoisted by your own petard. And you love to see it. And then the cringe just carried on and on. New Year starting. 
So, of course, he gets up and gives this uh, very uplifting speech. We're watching a war raging. We're watching nuclear weapons talked about all the time. We're watching inflation going through the roof. All of these things that we're watching and so unnecessary and so sad to see. Now we have airports where people can't fly. The only good thing is, frankly, from this standpoint, we needed some seats. So we lost about 50. We sold about 200 extra. So, uh, but it's, it's sad when people can't come from New York to Florida. And the airports are like, we're like a third world country. How inspiring way to lift all our spirits in the new year, uh, Mr. Trump. And man. Is there anybody on earth that hates Trump more than Melania Trump? Now, you know, Melania Trump thinks that she's the shit. She thinks she's hot as fuck. And you know she's humiliated to have to be married to this fat ogre, this disgusting man baby. And she can hardly hide it. You can tell she loathes him and finds him disgusting. Here she is trying to find a single ounce of willpower to muster a smile for half a second while holding his tiny hand. It's certain war that's taking place right now is really hurting a lot of, I mean, killing a lot of people, but hurting a lot of countries. And Let's play it again because it wasn't working very good. Right now it's really hurting a lot of, I mean, killing a lot of people, but hurting a lot of countries. And hopefully that'll get straightened out very quickly with Ukraine and Russia. We have to have that. We- she looks it's like a hostage. Blink rapidly if you need help. Just a, just a short smile and then back to misery. Like, oh my God, I have sold my soul for this. What have I done? Surprised she hasn't divorced him already. And Rudy Giuliani was there too. And I gotta say, looking good, Rudy. Super healthy. Definitely taking care of yourself. I'm sure you're not gonna drop dead any fucking moment. What even is this, Rudy? Not looking good. Too much alcohol. Lay off the sauce there, Giuliani. And then, as always, they had top-notch entertainment at Trump's New Year's Eve party, folks. What even is this? Let me play it for you, and then we'll make fun of it. First off, the guy's not even lip-syncing to the song. He's not singing it. He's not lip-syncing to it. He's literally just playing the song and then singing a few words while they dance. What the hell is this? Who is paying for this? Let's look at it one time. We got a job to do. hired the pros and uh, also no white people no what are you doing god damn it white people gonna make me renounce my whiteness again but the only new year's eve party more cringe than donald trump's was the new year's eve party they had in russia and good god folks this is one of the strangest things i've ever seen it's literally like a scene from the hunger games 
This is real, but it's so weird. It's like a dystopian movie. Almost like it was set in the 80s, like some dystopia of the 80s. Look how fucking weird this shit is. My New Year's toast would be a bit unusual. During the past year, the West tried to destroy Russia. They did realize that in the composition of the world, Russia is the load-bearing structure. Yay! Don't kill us, please. <laughs> yes, gentlemen. Like it or not, Russia is enlarging. Please don't murder us. Don't throw us out windows. Clap <laughs> harder. Who's watching? <laughs> We're all so happy and safe. We are definitely not in terrifying fear of our lives. <laughs> Just like characters from the goddamn Hunger Games. Like, what even is this? Good God. Just pure evil and strangeness. And, uh, speaking of evil and strangeness, Tommy Lauren says, I don't get the point of these marches and rallies on either side. Yeah. Protesting is so un-American. We don't need to scream in the streets. We march to work, home to our families, and we march into the voting booth. The rest of this crap is just attention-seeking foolishness. I know, right? Why are you guys protesting? You don't need a protest. It's just attention-seeking. But Alex Isabel points out, uh, I'd really like to know how you, a woman, think you got the right to work and vote. Exactly. Because people protested. Civil rights. They fought for you in the streets so you would have the goddamn right to watch the voting booth. Fucking doorknob. Nazi Barbie added again. And then... Oh, yeah, folks. Hope Hicks! One of Trump's right-hand people, it was revealed this week that during the insurrection, she was sending text out to people bitching about how bad the insurrection made her look. She said, all of us who didn't have jobs lined up will be perpetually unemployed. I'm so mad and upset. We all look like domestic terrorists now. Oopsies. Yeah, maybe uh, don't commit domestic terrorism and nobody will think you're a domestic terrorist. But notice she doesn't give a shit that they tried to overthrow the government and install Trump as a dictator. They try to destroy American democracy. Doesn't care about that. Doesn't care about the police that were attacked and the people that died, the stain on America that will exist forever because of this. No, she's worried that it will look bad on her resume. 
because these are the level of these people. It's all about fucking them. They don't give a shit about anything else except for them. Just unreal. And meanwhile, in Mississippi, data. Mississippi ranks the first in the country for highest COVID-19 death rates. Meanwhile, our governor, Tate Reeves, tweeting out, This year, we continue to push back on the radical left's woke agenda and defend your medical freedom. We banned CRT, which didn't exist. We blocked Biden's COVID vaccine mandates. Oh, goody. And we banned COVID vaccine passports. Terrific. <laughs> We're the most obese state. Oh, it's a good thing that COVID doesn't affect obese people more than regular people. It does? Oh, my. No wonder we're the highest in the country for death rates, but it's all good. Hey, dipshits, keep voting these morons in office. Keep marching your own self to the grave. You fucking deserve it, you goddamn idiots. You get what you fucking deserve, my fellow Mississippians. And then, no matter what you do, folks, conservatives are going to shit on you for it. If you're overweight, exercising to get in shape is something that should be praised. But no. Even when you're doing right, they still have to bully you and pick on you. This is a Gatorade commercial where this woman is doing yoga. And this woman actually is doing this. This is not CGI or anything. Yet Steven Crowder, who is protected by YouTube, unlike me, Goes on his Twitter says, no, Gatorade, this is not healthy. Well, no shit, dumbass. First off, Gatorade is not healthy. It's sugar water. So why should their commercials be healthy? Number two, why are you making fun of this woman who is trying to get in shape? That's exactly what she's supposed to be doing. And uh, I would love to see Steven Crowder try this. And this is the woman he's making fun of. She's actually the real deal, legit. The stereotypical yoga student, a yoga uh, teacher even, is a white woman, affluent, thin, educated in a very traditional fashion. I can completely see how you see the cover of Yoga Journal and you're like, that's not me. That's, why would I even try that? Hi, I'm Jessamyn Stanley, and I'm a fat femme. I started practicing because I'd reached a point in my life that I've noticed a lot of millennials come to, actually, which is basically that I don't know where I'm going. I don't know what I'm doing. I have no idea how to be happy. I practiced in a Bikram studio that was, I've always thought that Bikram classes are probably the most inclusive kind of yoga because it's always the exact same sequence, and they always teach to the person who has never been to the class before. It's a pretty accepting I like to see his ass do any of this. When I started going to other studios, I I can't even touch my fucking toes, folks, and I'm like in my ideal weight limit. Realize just how rude, the unintentionally rude, other students and especially teachers can really be. Being, you know, almost rocking the underarm hair. Invariably, the fattest person in the room. Yeah, look, she can actually do my it. My upper back. Yeah. I mean, I've always been mad about it because it has fat rolls on it, but it's actually really incredible. Because, I mean, if I'm able to curve my spine into Akapataraja Kapatasana. So yeah, you should be encouraging this, and also it's impressive. But no, the cruelty is the point. Always got to find something to bitch about. And yeah, I got. 51,000 likes because this is what you are, conservatives. You're trash humans. Congratulations. 
Good lord, y'all. And then last up on the Chud Watch. This one from Dan Crenshaw. Texas governor. Texas congressperson. Says, Texas, if we hadn't joined the union. And it's a picture of Texas looking like the Jetsons with flying cars and shit. Don't you guys know if it wasn't for us shitty Americans holding Texas back? They'd have flying cars. They would have got rid of all their oil industry, clearly, and uh, somehow invented uh, warp drives, I guess. Uh, And he says, on this day in 1845, Texas joined the Union. I'm not saying we shouldn't have, but it does seem like the other states married up. (laughs) Dude, Texas is the laughing stock of the country. You're fucking fat grazing cows just pouring the gravy down your goddamn gullets while at the same time bragging about how fucking awesome you are. It's just so ridiculous and cringe. Without America, you'd be fucking part of Mexico right now. We'd probably be better off. Just so embarrassing. Way to poorly represent your state there, Crenshaw. And that is my chat watch. Let's see what you guys got to say. Yep, can't keep the lights on. I know. You're literally freezing because your governor's too busy spending your money human trafficking the most vulnerable of our society to other states in the middle of the cold weather. Can't keep the lights on, but you're sabotaging your own state with billions of losses because of his political stunts. So congratulations, geniuses. Yeah, you definitely are an asset to the United States, aren't you? Uh, bitch, please, I'm a Californian. Yep, jealous. Yeah, go ahead and secede already. See where that gets you. And move right along, folks. Let's do some trash world. The trash world. The trash world. It's a dumpster fire. It's hell. It's trash world. It's trash world. Everything sucks. All of the time. Trash world. Trash world. And first up on the trash world. Doesn't seem to be going very well in Russia. And uh, good. You know, on second thought, maybe you guys shouldn't have invaded another country, raped and murdered their people, and tried to enslave them as you take their land. I don't know. Seems like a bad idea to me. But apparently uh, there's runs on the bank in Russia now. Russian Telegram is saying that some banks are refusing to give people their money to prevent cash withdrawals. They're blocking debit cards from working and turning off the ATMs. Hey, maybe you guys should be protesting in the streets to overthrow your government and end the war immediately. Just saying, if you don't, you get what you fucking deserve. Assholes. And uh, then, these fucking geniuses running the Ukrainian war for the Russia apparently housed a bunch of their troops, like hundreds hundreds above an ammo supply dump apparently they were occupying a school and in the basement of the school they had stockpiles of ammo and also apparently these geniuses decided not to turn off their cell phones as hundreds of them congregated in this school on new year's eve for a celebration so The Ukrainian government can track their cell phones. 
and they saw all these cell phones congregating together at the same place. So they dropped some bombs on the schools, which exploded the stockpile in the basement. And Russia claims that 60 soldiers died, but the real reports are that something like 400 were killed. 400. They dropped the bomb at 12.01, one minute after midnight, right when they knew all the people were going to be, like, I guess, in the main hall celebrating and cheering Happy New Year. Then all of a sudden, boom, it's all over for you guys. And here's the aftermath of it. Totally leveled the fucking place. Yeah. Seems bad. I got an idea. Why don't you motherfuckers leave the country immediately? Maybe if enough of their men are murdered, their sons ripped to shreds, maybe people will finally stand up to your goddamn evil government. Probably not, since you live in a dystopia like we showed uh, a while ago. But I'm just saying, you guys might want to hurry up and do something about it before it's too late. Your son's going to be next. Yep. Belly up. Deleted. And here's another one of those heartwarming stories that's not at all heartwarming. Walmart's oldest U.S. employee celebrates his 103rd birthday. Oh, goody. Isn't that what we all want for our 103rd birthday? To have to still work at Walmart? Now, I'm hoping this guy doesn't actually have to work. I'm hoping he is just uh, working there for fun. But regardless... Working at 103 years old seems uh, nightmarishly hellish to me. Not an uplifting story in any way whatsoever in this trash world. And speaking of trash world, how is this not grooming, folks? This kid is what? How old is he? Three? Four? Got his new 20-gauge shotgun from Paw Paw. Hooray! Isn't that exactly what you want when you're three years old? A goddamn shotgun? What is wrong with this country? And speaking of grooming, folks, how is this not grooming? How? How is this not grooming? This is Kyle Rittenhouse. You want to know why he did what he did? You want to know why he was encouraged to go look for people to murder and then find people to murder and then murder two people? It's because he was groomed from a child for this by these psychopaths. Child abuse is what this is. But they celebrate this as though they're fucking patriots for creating domestic terrorists. Anger is the correct response. And speaking of a trash world, folks, crazy how far people are willing to go to support their cult leader, Donald Trump. Imagine mortgaging your house and giving all the money to a billionaire. That's what happens in this story. Listen. I live in a pretty nice neighborhood and all the neighbors, we all know each other. Last night about 9 p.m. I see a U-Haul in front of a, a neighbor's house. It's just two houses down. I don't say anything. I just kind of watching them move stuff out of the house into the U-Haul. This morning, I grab the paper, and I see her again, so I kind of just walk over. I'm like, hey, what's going on? I didn't, I didn't know you guys were selling your house. And she said, oh, we're not selling the house. I'm moving. And I said, oh, I'm so sorry. She goes, my fucking husband took a second mortgage out on her home 
they were $15,000 away from paying off their house. He took a second mortgage out on their home. He donated $75,000 to Trump's scam, Stop the Steal scam, and she was so pissed. She was beside herself. She was leaving him. Good. This fucking guy took a second mortgage out on his home to help pay Trump's Stop the Steal scam. A fool of their money is soon parted, but good. Get away from that dude. There's no way you could do worse. Nobody could be worse than that. And big shout out to the serfs who's done a good job of putting out the hypocrisy from these right-wing talking points. You know, like shoe on head, uh, spreading the pedo panic because uh, Balencia Gaga or whatever had a child holding a teddy bear that was dressed in goth gear. You know, because clearly... It's some Da Vinci code to appeal to pedophiles. Yet they never have anything to say about this type of stuff. Remember when we were kids? And we were watching these grown men in kink outfits roll all over each other on television week in and week out. Look at all the kids in the audience. Yeah. As the search says, breaking grown men in nothing but thongs and Full leather kink suits perform grotesque physical acts on each other in front of thousands of children. Kids' horrified faces can be seen. WWE continues to sell toys and video games directly to kids. Extreme kink! Outrage! It's pedophilia, y'all! Let's be outraged! What's that? It's just complete fucking bullshit? Yeah, no, no, duh. Where are you at? Where are you at, Shoe? Here's another great example of it. Once again, from the surfs. Breaking American restaurant chain Tilted Kilt revealed to have highly sexualized dress staff and catering, against, catering events specifically to children. They even have children's coloring menus. Why is no one talking about this? Yeah, why is Tim Poole not talking about it? Why is she not talking about it? Why not Matt Walsh? Look, how is this not sexualizing children, folks? Literal kids' parties. Kids eat free every Tuesday, 11 a.m. to 9 p.m. How come they've never mentioned it, folks? How come they're only outraged by drag queens and gay people? It's because they're total fucking bigots, and it has zero to do with protecting children. They are as transparent as it can fucking possibly be. Virtue signaling that they care about kids, when the truth is it's all about bigotry and hatred, just like it's always been. We can see right the fuck through you, you scum. Get on you, sirs. Way to go. And that is my trash world. Let's check the Patreon and see what you guys got to say on Patreon. Let's hit the uh, refresh button. I would have laughed my ass off at those neighbors. I would put a chair in my yard and just sit there for hours laughing at them for getting scammed by Trump. But laugh at the husband. The wife didn't do anything wrong. She seems like she's trying to uh, leave the sinking ship. I don't blame her. Please don't doom those of us leftists that have family here in Texas and moved here to be with them. Uh, yeah, I mean, what can you say? I would say move. I know you can't move. I'm sorry. I don't know I'm going to be uh, shitty to you guys. I apologize for that. I can't stand this secession talk. They are always blue cities within the red estates, and we don't deserve the hell that secession would create. I know, but what are you going to do? Like, so many people represent you so poorly. Got to make fun of it. I know you're probably with me, too, at making fun of these people. They deserve it. 
And let's move on, folks. It's time for Beyond Parody. Beyond Parody! First off, on a Beyond Parody, imagine Tim Pool making fun of somebody else's looks. Good God. Talk about no self-awareness. So he says, a Merry Christmas, Elon Musk. And he uh, arranges his little elves on the shelf to spell out Elon. Merry Christmas, Daddy Elon. To which uh, I'm your dad, Eric Biggs, makes fun of him and says, you should seriously be embarrassed. You should. This is so cringe. It is. Why are you conservatives like this? They form such creepy obsessions with the weirdest people. It's true. I guess it's that beta follower mentality. I mean, it's the same thing with Andrew Tate. It's just so weird how they worship this guy. The left does not worship people like this. But anyway, Temple posts a picture of the guy to make fun of the way he looks. This guy who looks a million times better than Temple. And at least this guy's not like uh, embarrassed of his hairline. Unlike you, imagine you, Temple, making fun of somebody else's looks. Holy shit. Owned like a motherfucker, and yet you even got ratioed. That's how bad you got fucking owned, Temple. And then on Beyond Parody, imagine being Ian Mouse Chong. This doughy troll living in Malaysia pretending to be an American Asian conservative and making fun of a real hero over in Ukraine fighting. I.M. Strong says, it's the end of the year, so I thought I'd bring this one back. Malcolm Nance pretends to know how the Russians are attacking Kiev. Stand by. To which uh, Malcolm responds, uh, not yet, but there's plenty of time. And uh, then I.M. Strong calls this hero who's fighting in a war a tough guy. Imagine the lack of self-awareness. Imagine Ian Mouse Chong making fun of an actual soldier and belittling him by calling him a, a hero, just guy or tough guy. God damn it. So ridiculous. And meanwhile, in free speech warrior news, apparently uh, Dilbert cartoonist Scott Adams is threatening to sue another cartoonist Ben Garrison for making a cartoon about him. They totally love free speech, don't they? But here's the reason it's in Beyond Parody, folks. The reason he's threatening to sue Ben Garrison is because Ben Garrison made a cartoon that made him look like a decent human being. And he's like, I dare you make a cartoon that makes me look like a decent human being. I'm going to sue you. So in Ben Garrison's cartoon, making fun of Scott Adams, it's called Ilbert by Clot Adams. And it's got a guy that says, obey the science. And it's got a, a caricature of Scott Adams that says, I must obey the science. And then later, Scott Adams is saying, you anti-vaxxers were right. Accidentally, you're still stupid. And then the Dilbert cartoon say, take the L, dummy. So literally, this cartoon is accusing him of supporting the vaccines, you know, like a decent human being would do. And so Scott Adams replies, 
as I consider legal action against idiot cartoonist Ben Garrison for defamation. Yes, he defamed me by making me look like a decent human being. You can't make this shit up. Then he goes on to say, how many of you stopped following me or buying Dilbert products because you believe I was pro-mask and pro-vaccines? Yeah, how many of you stopped following me and supporting me because you thought I was a decent human being? Raise your hand so I can sue this guy. I mean, good God. How can you make fun of them more than they already make fun of themselves? Beyond parody. And folks, have you seen This Place Rules? The new documentary by Andrew Callahan, you know, the guy that used to do uh, All Gas, No Breaks, and now does Channel 4 News. He goes around and interviews nutty people, puts his videos out there, real popular. Well, he put out a documentary of his experience covering the January 6th insurrection. Pretty interesting documentary. It's mainly focusing on Trump supporters, the dregs of humanity, and it's quite good. But if I had one clip that sums up the MAGA movement better than any other clip, it would be this one. As I always say, every conservative accusation is confession. Projection. Thou name is MAGA. I think Nancy Pelosi and those people set all of that up. They had Antifa go in dressed as MAGA people. In the following video, we dox 635 known Antifa terrorists. We apologize if your name appears and you are not Antifa. We've been living in a deception. It worked for a while until social media came along. Social media is the one that got Trump in, the outsider. And he's about as far from a pedophile as you're going to get. He's after these people, and that's why they're after him. Pedophile. Pedophile, definitely. Because she eats the babies. Oh, yeah. I call him creepy, sleepy, chomo, Uncle Joe. What's chomo, what, is, what is chomo mean? Chomo is a, is a jailhouse term for child molester. Pedophile. There's something I need to talk to you about. On May 19th, 1999, you were convicted of sexual abuse in the first degree and sodomy in the second degree of an eight-year-old boy in New Jersey. So according to this paper, you are a registered sex offender and a convicted pedophile. On a false conviction. You want to take a look at that? No, I know I've seen the paper. I pled because you I pled knew. guilty. Yeah, because I did what Michael Flynn did. I knew I couldn't win. Have you ever heard the term projection before? Yeah. Do you feel Hillary like Clinton does it all the time? Do you feel like maybe you're projecting? By... No, I'm not projecting. No, I'm not projecting. I mean, I'm literally a convicted child molester, but uh, me sitting here calling everybody else child molesters without even any evidence whatsoever. Definitely not projection. Just good God, how can you parody these people? These are the same people going to the drag queen story hour, folks. A lot of them. They're trying to blame everybody else for what they're doing, but it's so transparent. And then you can't have a Beyond Parody without Jordan Peterson, folks. And apparently this is true. Somebody out there found an old letter to the editor 
that Jordan Peterson wrote in 2005 before he became famous to, I guess, uh, The Exile, which I guess is a uh, newspaper, to which Jordan Peterson says, I am a professor at the University of Toronto in Canada. I am planning a visit to Moscow in the near future. I would very much like to meet and speak with Alexander Solintsyan. Would you have any idea how he might be contacted? You can find out more about me, if you like, for whatever reason you might like, smiley face, at www.mapsofmeaning.com. Thanks for the help. Please excuse the intrusion. J.B. Peterson, Jordan B. Peterson, Department of Psychology, University of Toronto. To which uh, they respond, Dear Dr. Peterson, The fact that you sent us this insanely idiotic letter tells us that it's time you sought help immediately and not the kind of fake wishy-washy help from a psychologist like yourself, from a psychiatrist, you know, the real doctors. Oh, snap. Owned. God damn it, that's hilarious. The gift that keeps on giving. And one more. No, they're not. A couple more on Beyond Parody. Oh, fuck. <laughs> I'd actually look this up to see if it was real, folks. And it's real. Okay, so uh, this is the Republican Post, which is legitimately a very popular right-wing account. They do nothing but post right-wing memes. It's not a parody account. It's not a joke account. It's a real right-wing account supported, uh, filled with chuds. So they posted this picture. If the woman's belly was glass, no one else would support abortion. Because you can see the miracle that happens inside this picture of uh, a pregnant belly, and you can see the baby inside. Yeah, if the belly was made of glass, you can see in it, and uh, nobody would be for abortion. Yet, hey, uh, there's something odd about this picture. Uh, something I'm noticing. It's got a huge dog! Got a huge slog there, so accidentally based? That's quite progressive of you. I guess men can have babies. Super cool, probably could post. Amazing. And uh, then, if you don't have any positions to put forth in order to get your side election, the only thing left to do is just make shit up. Case in point, Jerkules Kevin Sorbo, who says, My school had gym class. 2022 schools have sex toys for kindergartens. The fuck you talking about, Willis? No, they don't. What school has sex toys for kindergartens? You're literally just making this goddamn shit up. Just craziness. But of course, he got, you know... 50,000 likes because reality has no bearing in the minds of conservatives. Just whatever. Sure, yeah. They're transing your kindergartners and giving them dildos and shit. Let's fight back against this made-up bullshit. <sighs> Frustrating. It's half the goddamn population of this country and this trash world. And then, is there any bigger joke than Carrie Lake, folks? So, she filed a lawsuit to try to overturn the will of the people and install herself as governor. You know, the Trump playbook. And, of course, the, co the court slapped down her lawsuits because it had no merit. It's just obvious bullshit. Um, no evidence whatsoever to support any kind of voter fraud whatsoever. So uh, 
She has to have an excuse, folks. What kind of excuse is she going to come up with for the fact that the judge slapped in her lawsuit? Well, apparently the judge had been paid off and some kind of left-wing attorney just wrote the judge's decision for him and he put it out there. Carrie Lake says, The dismissal of Carrie Lake's election lawsuit shows voter disenfranchisement no longer matters. Legal experts believe, this is Trump's like Trump's saying, people are saying, legal experts believe his decision by Judge Thompson was ghostwritten. They suspect top left-wing attorney like Mark Elias emailed him what to say. Yeah, people are saying this thing we just made up that no one is actually saying. Believe me, it's a conspiracy theory. Just so ridiculous. And then, as I often say, folks, shamelessness is their superpower. Imagine going on national television and saying this with a straight face. Carrie, you gave one of the great quotes probably of all time in politics. They picked the wrong biatch. <laughs> to mess with. Yeah, I did to mess say with. that. You sure did, except you didn't say biatch. Yeah. They, they, let me clean it up. They picked the wrong woman to mess with. They picked the wrong woman to mess with. If they thought somebody said, oh, just, uh, you know, be graceful and, and, you know, you lost, be great. No, no, no. We didn't lose. You know, if I would have lost, I would be graceful. Oh, my God. Holy shit. Imagine saying that with a straight face. You did lose, just like Trump lost. And you were as ungraceful as it could possibly be. You've literally started a scam revolved around pretending you didn't lose in order to scam idiots out of goddamn money. You were a con artist. Just shameless, God love them. It's almost impressive, their level of shamelessness. And one more on to the Beyond Parody. Oh, no, I already showed this one. All right, that was it, folks. That's all my Beyond Parody. Let's see what you got to say over there, my heroes. This ain't grace. I know Vaseline lady. Lay off the Vaseline onto the camera. Pathetic. Lost by like 25K votes, yet wasn't even close. Maybe she could get a sponsorship deal with a plastic dip, like anything. Let's see what you guys are saying on the patron. Refresh. Ooh, what a creepy old projecting pedophile. I know, right? Great documentary, though, if you guys haven't seen it. I uh, downloaded it from free on the on the uh, torrent sites. I don't know where you would watch it. I don't know if you have to pay for it or what, but it's pretty good. Temple making fun of someone because they are not bought. I know, right? Beyond parody, indeed. And let's finish the show up, folks, with a couple what the fucks. What the fuck? We heard a lot of fireworks last night. It's a freak out the dogs night, New Year's Eve. It's like a war zone around here. And first off, on what the fuck? I didn't know why this is in what the fuck, folks. Because uh, this, to me, just looks like a great idea. Fun for the whole family. These women are like, wee, wee. Look how high up we are. This is amazing. Wee. Oh, my God. I'm glad this swing is super safe. Otherwise, we might be in danger of our lives. I'm sure Allah, Allah has her back, though. Man, this is be- Oh, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. What do we learn? What do we learn? Yeah, that's why you don't do that. People, come on. 
Don't think Allah has your back. And then one more. Apparently, uh, Jeffree Star has gone crazy. Crazier than uh, they already were. So, Jeffree Star claims uh, he escaped the Illuminati in 2021 and that Britney Spears and Kanye's are victims of a Hollywood elite. I want to know what, what drugs Jeffree's on because I want some of this. Jeffree says, what a crazy fucking year. I escaped the Illuminati in 2021 and they still haven't killed me. Every day I wake up grateful. What the fuck you talk about, Jeffree? Ain't nobody trying to kill you and the Illuminati doesn't exist. Always trying to play the victim. Jeffrey goes on to say, In 2020, I was going to expose everything. In a matter of days, the Hollywood elite tried to ruin my entire career, villainize me, and flooded the news with lies to discredit me. If you guys only knew the truth about what they are doing to Britney and Kanye, yeah. Isn't it the Illuminati making Kanye look bad? They forcing him to go out there and talk about how much he loves Hitler. And hey, if you have all this shit to expose, why didn't you do it? Why don't you do it now, Jeffrey? Is it because you're a giant fucking coward or a liar? Which is it? Are you a coward or are you a liar, Jeffrey? Or are you both? Anyway, trash human Jeffrey Star. I don't know what the fuck. And that is my show. Hope you guys enjoyed it. Did his makeup have lead in it? Probably. Definitely got it caked on, seeping into your skin. Don't do cocaine or crack. I guess that's the type of cocaine. Laughing my ass out, just be as attention seeking. Yep, anything, anything to get a little clout, right? And all right, folks, that's my time. Appreciate you joining me. Hey, uh, I will be back Friday, and we'll be doing another patron-only episode of the show for you heroes. I will be back regular on my YouTube account on the 24th, which is 22 days away, so still got three weeks. And so what we're going to do is, after I go back live on my channel with the full shows, I'm going to save a special segment every week, and I'm going to do an after show on Patreon. So, going to be bonus content for every single show just for you guys. So don't you dare think about quitting your Patreon when I go back to YouTube, because there's going to be lots and lots of exclusive content for you heroes out there. We're going to have a good time and hang out with each other every single week. Going to be fun. So I love the shit out of you guys. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. As always for supporting me. You guys are super cool. It's been fun hanging out with you. I'll see you on Friday. Have a good week out there. Have a good new year. Love you. And as always till next time, logic. Fuck yeah, y'all. All right. Let me load up a song here and play us out with. Um, let's go to my SoundCloud. How about we do a little chill tonight? I'm in the chill kind of mood. So, this song is chill. It's an original song by Dusty Smith, and it's available on my SoundCloud uh, for free download, just like everything I do is. All my stuff is uh, public domain. So, download it, enjoy it. Link to the SoundCloud in the link of all my videos on YouTube. So, if you need that, uh, that's available. Good night, everybody. Mm -hmm.